Chapter twenty eight of the Memoirs of Chateaubriand, seventeen sixty eight to eighteen hundred. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicole Lee. Memoirs of Chateaubriand, seventeen sixty eight to eighteen hundred. By Francois Rene de Chateaubriand. Chapter twenty eight. Berlin, March eighteen twenty one. Regrets. Had my father appreciated me? I lamented M. de Chateaubriand. His death showed me better what he was worth. I remembered neither his severity nor his weakness. I could still fancy him walking about in the evening in the dining-room at Combourg. I melted at the thought of those family scenes. If my father's affection for me partook of the severity of his character, in reality it was not the less deep. The fierce Marshal de Montluc, who was greatly disfigured by his terrible wounds, and was reduced to the necessity of concealing his glory under a bandage this man of slaughter thus reproaches himself for his harshness towards a son whom he had just lost this poor boy said he has never seen anything of me except a sullen countenance full of contempt he carried with him a belief that i neither knew how to esteem nor love him according to his deserts why did i so carefully conceal the singular affection which i bore him in my soul was it not he who ought to have had all the pleasure and obligation of it i have constrained and tormented myself in order to wear this foolish mask and have thereby lost the pleasure of his conversation and his good will so that his manners to me could not be other than very cold never having received anything from me except rudeness nor felt anything but the treatment of a tyrant my good will towards my father was by no means cold and i have no doubt notwithstanding his tyrannical treatment that he loved me tenderly i am sure he would have deeply regretted me had providence called me away before him but whilst he remained in the world with me would he have been sensible of the reputation which i have gained during my life literary renown would have been repugnant to his feelings as a gentleman the talents and success of his son would have been in his eyes degeneracy even the embassy to berlin the conquest of the pen not of the sword would have given him but little satisfaction his breton blood besides made him an oppositionist in politics a strong opponent of taxes and a violent enemy of the court he was accustomed to read the gazette de l'aide the journal de francfort the mercure de france and the histoire philosophique des deux Indes, the declamations of which charmed him he called the abbe renal a master man maître homme in diplomacy he was anti-musulman and used to say that forty thousand russian blackguards would pass over the bodies of the janissaries and take constantinople although he was a great turk hater my father had great bitterness of heart towards those russian blackguards in consequence of coming into contact with them at danzig i share in the feeling of m de chateaubriand with respect to literary or other reputation but for reasons very different from his i do not know of any species of renown in history which has any temptations for me were it necessary for me to stoop in order to collect at my feet and for my advantage the greatest glory in the world i would not take the trouble to do it if i had needed my own clay perhaps i should have been made a woman out of fondness for them or if i had been a man i should most of all have endowed myself with beauty then as a precaution against ennui my persevering enemy it might have been suitable to me to become a superior artist but one unknown and only availing myself of my talents for my recreation in solitude in life weighed at its light weight measured at its short measure and free from all cheating there are only two true things religion with understanding and love with youth that is the future and the present 
the rest is not worth the trouble. With my father's death closed the first act of my life. The paternal hearth became deserted. I mourned for them, as if they had been capable of feeling their abandonment and loneliness. Henceforth I was without a master, and in possession of my fortune. That liberty frightened me. What was I going to do with it? To whom should I give it? I distrusted my own power. I recoiled from myself. End of chapter 28